And now, on with the show. where i hit the button to start recording and you guys like immediately stop conversations i'm like yeah, trying to capture well, like mid convo because that's fun yeah, but yeah, also yeah, unprofessional why you want to why, why you want to be unprofessional because it's fun all right know. you're that's just bringing, you're just bringing a, a chaos element to podcasting yeah why not okay, okay. somebody's got to do it isn't that what joe rogan does you want to be joe yeah, rogan? I wanna, yeah my idol joe rogan I mean, you do. You two do share a lot in common. Do we? Yeah, you look a lot. You look like a like a like a like a Joe Rogan figure. He's yeah. he's old and fit. I'm <laughs> younger than yeah, him. Young and fit. fit. No, you're young. You're swole. You, he's bald and fit. You I've, basically, got, I've got a full head of luscious locks. Yeah, but he shaves. Okay, he's not bald. He shaves his head because he's bald. No, he shaves his head, and that makes him bald. Ask David. I don't think anyone out there shaves their head when they had when they could grow a full head of hair. Well, David. hang on. I I feel like that that situation does exist, but the reason I shave my head is because I'm bald. Same goes for Joe Rogan. You've got that dope ass ring. That's what I'm saying. All the fucking juice he's shooting up is is shrinking his hair follicles up top and his testicles down below. Yeah, that too. But uh, no, he's he's, he's, on, he's not. He's probably not juicing. Oh, he's definitely fucking. He is one hundred percent juicing. <laughs> I am making a legally actionable statement right here, right now. Joe Rogan uses steroids. <laughs> okay, so then Spencer Spencer is an all natural version of Joe Rogan. Nice. Spencer comes by Joe his gains. Be if he never took any HGH. Right. Spencer comes by his gains naturally. By naturally, I mean potatoes cooked with a lot of butter. Sure, but that's because of your genetics. Your My people genetics love- force me to eat potatoes with butter. Your, your people love the potato. That's true. Oh well, let's get into it. We're here to talk about some movies and stuff here on Weekend Watch, uh, production of Green Mushroom Media. Don't forget to check us out on greenmushroommedia.com as well as uh, Facebook and Twitter and join our Discord server where we can talk about movies and sports and video games and all kinds of fun stuff. So do all of that. Uh, and why don't we get into it? We got some some stuff to talk about, some, some contentious picks this week. We're doing Adventure Week because what is what could be more synonymous with adventure than early November? <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I don't know either. But if I'm bold, but if I'm confident in it, then people will be like, maybe I'm missing something and he's not wrong. He totally had a reason to place that theme right here at this time. And it so, wasn't completely arbitrary. I'm exactly. Gonna, I'm going to interrupt to call you a son of a bitch. Why? For ignoring my, uh, ignoring me and forgetting about the most important theme that happens in November. Thanksgiving? No, it's no, it, it, you're just Black skipping a film, a film to one week. Oh, we did that recently. It did you? Ish. Yeah, like like a few like six months. Yeah. So we can do it. Uh oh, didn't you do like a neo wasn't that like modern noir? Weren't no, half it was of your, both. It was both. My pick was weren't two thirds of your picks noir. modern noirs. Yeah, but that was Keith and David's fault, not mine. Okay, well it's David doesn't understand the assignment, and I'm I can't shit talk Keith because he's not here. 
I feel like it's easier to shit talk someone when they're not here. Yeah, but it's also not cool. Yeah, but it's easier though. It's certainly easier, but not cool. So uh, yeah, let's let's talk about Adventure Week here. My voice is all fucked up because uh, I'm still COVID positive. Hooray! Hooray! I'm not just positive. I'm COVID positive. So let's get into it. We got some adventures. I'm gonna go first because then I can stop talking and let my voice rest. Uh, I picked the 2022 uh, adaptation of the video game series of the same name, Uncharted, starring uh, Tom Holland, Mark Wahlberg, and Sophia Ali. Uh, Uncharted follows street smart thief Nathan Drake, who's recruited by seasoned treasure hunter Victor Sully Sullivan to recover a fortune lost by Ferdinand Magellan 500 years ago. What starts as a heist job for the duo becomes a globe-trotting white-knuckle race to reach the prize before the ruthless Moncada, played by Antonio Banderas, who believes he and his family are the rightful heirs. If Nate and Sully can decipher the clues and solve one of the world's oldest mysteries, they stand to find $5 billion in treasure and perhaps even Nate's long-lost brother. But only if they can learn to work together. Yay! Yep, that's pretty much the movie. That was the movie. Uh, <laughs> I, I liked it. I, I've never played any of the video games, but... I'm also a sucker for a for a treasure hunting adventure type movie, so I checked this one out and I had fun with it. Now, uh, I know some of you guys might have different feelings, considering you've both played some of the games, right? I haven't. I, I I'm familiar with the franchise, but I've never played one of the games. I've played them all, but I, it's not that I'm I dislike the movie. Uh, it's just that I was disappointed. Um, with it as an adaptation it's a it's a perfectly fine adventure movie i'm pretty sure spencer's not with us anymore because he's frozen on my screen um yeah he froze out okay um but i was you guys it's a perfectly fine adventure movie it's it's not bad by any means i think part of the disappointment with it is um i mean and this has been kicked around for what like 15 years um and the original choice to play nathan drake was so much better than Tom Holland, uh, who I who I find as a, as a fine actor, I don't I, I enjoy him, but he just doesn't. He he's he really is uh, a step down from Nathan Fillion. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that's that's I think part of it is it's just disappointment overall, as opposed to uh, um, the movie being bad. It's fine. I think my thoughts are pretty much in agreement with JP's. My even though I haven't played the games, I got the sense that they uh, that the movie suffers from that same thing that a lot of movies that are adaptations of books or games suffer from, where they have to cut out a lot of stuff. Um, so it ends up making the movie feel too rushed, and like some some good material is often left on the cutting room floor. Yeah, um, I, and that's that's my issue. Is I think there's a well, partly partly like the movie is also it jams a lot in the front and then I, I it's, it's just a little bit all over the place and it, and it is well, a perfectly fine. Yeah. They got to get all the exposition out of the way right. right up front so they can get the adventuring on the back end. So you, okay. You played the game. Tell how does that cat tie in the cat that um, Nathan brings to S- Sam? Sully. 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 I have no idea because that, was that not part of the game? It might have been part of like one of the spinoffs or something, but like when you start, that's part of the issue too. Is that this the movie takes place way before any of the games? When you get into the into the games, I, I, except for I, I I have not played the like add on 
whatever that they've done recently. But Sully's like 70 in the games. He's an old ass gray man. Um, and so they're going way before the any of the games. Um, I so I, I don't know. I have no idea how the cat ties in. Maybe I just missed something in the games, but... Um, in my imagination, I constructed this whole scenario where you're out playing a, a a sequence, a mission as Nathan Drake, and you come across this cat, and you have wacky adventures with it in some way, or something happens. Something happens with this cat, and you bring it back to to Sully and just like drop it on on his feet, and he's like, "Oh, what the fuck? I don't want a cat." Um, and then the next scene, <laughs> the next scene that they mention it, the the dude's all seriously concerned about making sure the cat gets fed while he's out of town. And that's it. That's all they mention. This fucking cat. It he gets dropped on his feet and then he's all of a sudden in love with it. And it is like a weird, it, it comes off as like a weird prank. And yeah. then, um, that's it. Like, it's just, I think it's just a gag in the movie. I do not, there's no, as far as I know, there's no tie in or significance to the actual, um game anyway it was it was little it's, stuff like that that really just pulled me out uh and and broke my you can this movie i think you can tell that this movie was in development hell for a while yeah. um because I, I think i first started hearing about this back in like 2010 or something like that um and at the time it was like they didn't have a sully but they had a, a nathan in uh in Fillion. And um, like that's like if you've played if you've played any of the games, he's literally perfect. I think they ba- they they must have based the character off of him because it's it is uncanny. Um, but and and so I think it's just like like would I be upset if they made a second one? No. Would I watch it? Probably. But this one was not great. It's just it's not bad. It's mi- it's like middle of the road, and I didn't hate it. I, it was a fine way to kill a couple hours. My only, the only thing I didn't like about it was like in the first half where they're like going on the treasure hunt in Rome or whatever. Huh? And they Barcelona. like Barcelona. Thank you. And they like go to this underground place. And I don't know. Like it, it was hard to believe that they traveled like 50 feet underground and suddenly they were in a place nobody has ever been before when there's a nightclub, like, literally on the other side of the wall yeah right and that's you know whatever like i don't care about that stuff that doesn't bother me i I can suspend my disbelief enough for that i don't really care um because i mean it's the same thing with like most adventure movies it's like hey look at this underground tomb that somehow people have missed for centuries that has all this treasure and whatever like that's fine it doesn't bother me but um i just think it was like it, it needed. It had too many. I think it had been tinkered with too long. Um, I think a second one might actually probably end up being better because they've laid the, they've gotten the relationship going, and they're basically setting it up for a sequel. It'd be surprising to me if right, they did right. not have a sequel. Um, so I, I think I didn't look up to see how well it did. I think it works better as a, as a ser- an Indiana Jones style serial anyway. Um, that I really don't think you needed all the background exposition, but we got it anyway. So it made four hundred and one million dollars at the box office. What was the budget though? It had to be like one fifty, probably one fifty to two hundred. So that's not terrible. Yeah, that was worldwide four hundred one. Domestic was only one fifty. I imagine it was about one fifty to make one twenty, according to the Wikipedia. So so. Another another hundred million in marketing, and it made it made money. 
yeah, I mean, it, it did. It, it's, I'm sure they'll make another one. But, and it wasn't, again, not bad. Just, no, I liked. It was just, I, I think, it has, it's a franchise that has a lot of potential that I think was wasted on this first one and could definitely get better. Fair enough. Well, check it out. It's Uncharted. It's currently streaming on Netflix. Uh, let's go over to Jonathan next. What do you got for Adventure Week? All right. So my pick is the uh, is streaming on HBO. It's a 2007 film, Stardust. Uh, Stardust is a. I, I it's more. It's like a more fantasy than I would say it is adventure, but it's a fantasy adventure romance whatever movie. Um, that is the story of a guy who, uh, is in love with this woman. They see a, sh- a, a shooting star fall and he, uh, promises to go get that shooting star for her to kind of prove his love to her and, uh, has, uh, adventures along the way that include, uh, fighting off, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, who's trying to, well, I guess I should say, finds out that the star is actually a, a girl um and other people are trying to find her um uh, for the magical properties that she has uh and uh adventure ensues i guess so spencer you didn't like this no i didn't care for it uh Wait, i know okay. this is based on a neil gaiman book right yeah. yeah i've never read the book have either of you read the book i have not but i can <clears throat> i can see where uh neil gaiman's influences shine through like i I thought it was a very engaging story. I, I have my own complaints about it. Um, mostly the Elliot Roger nature of the protagonist there. Like you say, he's in love with a girl. He's, he's stalking this stupid, vapid, shallow, stuck up bitch, but he's, he's sure. definitely stalking her. <laughs> well, and I mean, it's fine. It ends up, you know, in the end, it ends up working out because he realizes that after all of this stuff, but yes, he's, he's, I do well, wish that he, at the first, at the outset. Yeah. He, he never quite shakes the incel nature of his personality. And I wish that they would have done a little bit more on that side of character development. But aside from that, um, I thought the, the story was actually really cute. Uh, it, this is a great story for, for kids. Um, it, it reminds me of the princess bride in a lot of ways. Yeah. It's not as good, but it reminds me of it. I was going to say it, it reminds me of, uh, like uh, just a, like an epic adventure uh, sort of tale, like Gulliver's Travels or something like that. You know, like that. That's what kind of jumped into my head. For me, it was. <laughs> I guess the reason I didn't like it is that it felt like it was trying too much to tell me like the lore instead of just showing me. There was first off, I didn't. I don't think that this movie needed a narrator. And granted, it was yeah. Ian McKellen, so that was pretty sweet. But I don't think it needed a narrator. Uh, it was, this, I feel like would have worked a lot better, like a lot of book adaptations of fantasy as a, as a series. Yeah. It well, definitely, have, definitely would have, but they weren't doing that in 2007. Yeah, I know. But I mean, I wouldn't, if, if, if I found out that like Amazon was picking this up or HBO right. was picking this up, eight episodes, be, you know, 50 minutes a piece, whatever. Yeah. I think you could do a lot better with this. Agree. Um, I just felt like it, 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 it was the same thing you guys were complaining about with Uncharted. It, was, it felt cramped, mm-hmm. felt rushed. I, I uh, think it would Overall, I just don't think the story was, was engaging enough for me. I, I think it would have benefited from being, from being longer. I think this should have been a three-hour movie. But again, 2007, that wasn't really, unless it was Lord of the Rings, that wasn't happening. Right. 
I, th- I think if they had stretched it out and let um, let it go a little bit longer uh, and fleshed out some of that, I, I agree. It, it feels rushed. Um, but I also, I, I think generally works pretty well overall. Fair enough. I didn't realize uh, until after I finished it that this was Matthew Vaughn. Yeah, which is another reason that I, th- I, I it, it's got definitely some of his touches on it. Um, I mean, particularly in the cast, I'm pretty sure they just got every British person and Michelle Pfeiffer and Robert De Niro. It's so strange to me that he went from producing Lockstock, Snatch, uh, Layer Cake, and then Stardust. That's a that's a big leap in tone. I mean, but it does you do see a lot of his touches if you you know if you've seen like all of his? Oh, for sure. Of, yeah, I mean, there's definitely it's definitely a Matthew Vaughn movie. It just happens to be like a like Matthew Vaughn was trying to make a kids movie. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Um, like I said, to each their own. It wasn't for me, but I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. It's okay if you're dead inside. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You I'm probably, you probably I'm think that the uh, that. the Princess Bride is some stupid kissing story. No, man, I love that movie. That movie is far better. Agreed, but why? I'm not going to be a basic bitch and pick the easy ones. <laughs> fair enough. All right. Well, anything else you want to say about Stardust? No, I didn't think so. Check it out. It's currently streaming on HBO Max. David, bring us home. What do you got for Adventure Week? Adventure Time. It's right hey. in the name. Um, so Adventure Time. Come on, grab your friends. Is about uh, 12-year-old Finn as and his uh, best friend and magical shape-shifting dog, Jake, who travel across the land of Ooh um, and get into all kinds of different shenanigans. Um, this show is i I don't it's it's great it is it's hilarious it's got a really uh it's got a mix of of child and adult humor it's one of those shows that that every once in a while they throw in some adult jokes um that go right over the kids heads but uh the parents watching in the background can definitely appreciate it um there's a shit ton of of huge high profile people that do uh voices for this Donald Glover, Justin Roiland, Tom Kenny, John DiMaggio. It's it's nuts how just the 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 cast list for this show. Um yeah, it's the, the animation's great. The story gets dark at times, really thoughtful at times, very light and hilarious at other times. Um it's just a really great classic uh Cartoon Network cartoon. Uh, that I can, I'm always down to revisit. Man, I love Adventure Time so much. Um, and you're right. It, I mean, the darkest thing about it is the premise. This is like a post-apocalyptic uh, world that they're adventuring in. Like this is right. It's supposed to be like far future, post-apocalypse. Something mm-hmm. has happened to, you know, create mutants, and and, and this is nuclear, why nuclear war, magical, and can talk. Yeah. I actually just watched an episode where Jake mentions the mushroom wars. Yes. And, yeah. And it's, 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 it's dark, man. The, the lich, the, the, like the main antagonist in this show, um, like the lore behind him is, is super, super dark. Um, I, I've read plenty of fan theories, so I need to like go back and check actual canon to make sure I'm not just like spewing bullshit, but but, uh, I mean, read some of the fan theories, too, because there are some fan theories that connect pieces from all over this show that are like, oh, fuck, what? 
Um, and it wouldn't surprise me if that was stuff was actually like written in by Pendleton Ward. Like it's yeah. it's really intricate. The jokes are funny. Uh, it's cute. It's just a really fun show. Why did you hate it, JP? I, I just I don't I don't know. I think it's just the this particular type of um, comedy doesn't do it for me. I was so thankful that the episodes were only like sixteen minutes long. I made it through like. 10 of them. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm not going to do any more of this. I, it's just, it's, it's the, I don't know to me, for me, it was just like the, and, and maybe the story takes a little while to get cooking, but it was like the, it was just like the, I'm so random style of comedy and storytelling that I do not get it. I just can't get into it. It's like that a little bit, but also something I, something that helps me with that is, these are kids. This is a kid and his dog. And that's what the story is about. The, the lore and the canon is sort of baked into the, to the scenery, into the background, into the, into the side stories. And at heart, this is a story about best friends, a kid and his dog. Yeah. Uh, and I think it does. I don't know. I think it does a really great job at that. Plus I do think the story does tighten up the further you get into it. Uh, it sure does get a, a little less of the, the random, for the random sake, humor. It yeah, no, I, 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 it certainly does not that, go away. Then it gets tighter, at least. But like, yeah, the first, the first, the episodes that I watched are just like that's just like all over the place, and it does not work for me. Honestly, I, some of the humor and the, especially the music, just worms its way into my head. Like, I, I catch myself singing bacon pancakes all the time. Like, I thought the animation was good. Like, it's not. It just doesn't. It's just not my. It's not your style. That's fair. I can't get it. It's a hard time with a lot of those like cartoon network or like mid to mid 2010s, early twenties shows. Um, it just doesn't, I, I can't get into them. Understandable. Uh, personally, I love it. I, I, it has a 100% critic rating on Rotten Tomatoes. You guys do another adult ish animation one recently that also, um, that I also hated. <laughs> David keeps making me watch terrible, terrible animation. <laughs> animation I don't care for. I shouldn't say terrible animation. Animation I don't care for. I'm trying to remember what we picked on the last. Um, did you guys do Rick and Morty at one point? We have definitely Probably. picked Rick and Morty before. Yeah, because fuck that show. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just it's just not my thing. <coughs> Excuse me. Well, uh, check it out. It's on. Where is it, David? HBO and and hulu hulu i think it's on both it might be it is on both actually but i definitely i yeah. watched it on hulu so check that out it's adventure time it's pretty great or uh not. Or, or not, not. depending or, on or maybe you won't like it i don't know well let's move on to some news that's adventure week has wrapped let's talk about some cool stuff uh the first one keith just posted for us so let's let's talk about this did you guys watch this new trailer for john wick 4 yeah i haven't yet Oh my goodness, it looks so stupid and so good, and I'm not going to think about anything else for a while. Uh, we get the continuation. I'm, my guess based on this is that the story is that John Wick finds some sort of arcane rule that will allow him to challenge a guy to single combat uh, to get out uh, uh, of the, this world of secret world of assassins. And uh, the guy he's challenging to single combat tries to cheat and keep him from attending the duel, and he's got to get there. That's what it seems like to me. Does that seem? Does that sound right? Seemingly, yeah. Um, 
man, these movies really like the first one, obviously like already started off with a, a premise that stretches reality. Right. But then they uh-huh. just really double down on it every single time and just get like more ridiculous every single time. And I'm in for it, but it, like, I just, it's just, it's so stupid. And I can't stupid. stop watching them. My, pro- my, I don't even want to call it a problem. Cause like, they're action movies, right? They're they're no they're they're no worse than it, like the Fast and Furious movies that I will see every single one of in theaters. But it's just like they started off so straightforward, and it was just like nice grounded ish action, and have just gone off the rails. And I'm in for At it. At this point, like I assume the whole world is all into this secret society, and I'm like, why is it secret at this point if if everyone is involved? The thing, yeah, like. It seems like anytime anything happens and they put a contract out, there's cell phones going off, more 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 going off than not. Yeah, and everybody's an assassin, but yet somehow it's this big secret. And and the the further we get into it, the more people are somehow in this this assassin's oh. guilt. I no, they just have like a really good headhunter, right? Because John Wick keeps killing them. And so oh, they got to replenish. Point. They got to replenish. See, and and their headhunters are spot on. Their recruiting department is is award winning. <laughs> it's so funny. What is? I'm sure somebody has to have done a kill count amongst the three movies. I mean, the third the third one is has got to be in the thousands. Like everybody is, everybody's just dying. Uh, okay. He did 84 kills in the first movie. Sure. 94 kills in the third in, I'm sorry in uh I'm sorry, third, no, okay. yeah in 84 in number 1 128 in chapter 2 and 94 in chapter 3 so just and those movies took place one and two at least took place over the course of like 48 hours so he killed over 200 people in in 48 hours sounds like a good day couple days right it's fucking <laughs> crazy it is fucking crazy and I can't. I just want more lore. I want a video game based on it. I want. I want a John Wick MMO, <laughs> where everyone is an assassin. All the players are assassins. You're all assassins, and the ultimate end game boss is John Wick. You're like the the whole game is just you training to take down John Wick. Yes. And you're the you're, the the ones that give you quests can be the recruiting department. They can recruit you and start giving you these training quests, and then. You trained to go up against John Wick. See, that's great. A raid boss that's John Wick. That's just like one guy and his dog. Yeah. But how do you win? John Wick literally kills you know, everyone. It's an MMO. Uh, okay. Is the, are there no winners? No, you don't I don't have the shit. They can't get uh-huh. more money from you if you win the game. Okay. All right. That's fair. I've literally never once touched an MMO. <laughs> fair enough. So... Uh yeah, I don't know. I'm stoked for this. The release date was like March 23rd, 24th, March I think. 24th, yeah. Yeah. So that's not very far, guys. I'm thinking uh I'm thinking we go and see this movie in the theaters. Live stream it. Nice. That, that's the theater that's stream. Illegal. Yeah, in no, the no, theater no. live reaction. Live commentary. Sorry, live commentary. <laughs> uh what else here? We got some news that uh Robert Eggers new movie Nosferatu is about is going to start production in February. It's very exciting. I am also very excited by this because I have loved every movie he's made so far. Me, you, you watched The Northman, right, David? Yeah, I did. Yeah, it was great. It, yeah. Oh man, I love his movies so much. I was and talking about The Northman for, like, for this one. Solid week. I was I was very into that movie, and so I'm I'm stoked for a Nosferatu. 
remake. Have you did you watch either of his other movies, David? Uh, the Witch or uh, Lighthouse. Lighthouse? I haven't, but I really want to see the Lighthouse. Um, watch them both. Amazing, yeah, they both look amazing. But Lighthouse, especially because of like it's really Lovecraft sort of. Isn't isn't it pretty Lovecraftian from what it's I've heard? Not really Lovecraftian. It it feel there's an eldritch tone to it, but it's not like a Lovecraftian story. Okay, well like, that's far more that psychological, like. but in a way that that I don't know. You're kind of guessing the whole time. Okay. Well, either Plus, way, I, Willem Dafoe being his absolutely most unhinged. Um, that's what I definitely want to see. <laughs> so, but yeah, uh, yeah, I'm stoked for this. I, I I have a tattoo based on a Robert Eggers movie, so definitely gonna definitely gonna check this one out. Uh, what else should we talk about, guys? What other news? Um, go for it. I was excited to see the cast list for the Acolyte, the new Star Wars uh production that's being announced. Hit me. Um, let's see. Let me get it pulled up here. I do not know any of these people save Carrie Ann and Charlie Barnett. You didn't. Uh, well, I I was mostly excited for the big names, but also the the uh, Lee Jung Jae from Squid Game is going to be is going to be playing a role in this. Oh, that's who that is. Okay. Yeah. Nice. They they had his picture posted up front, and I was like, oh shit! I'm I'm really happy to see him. I mean, it's Star Wars picked up by fucking Star Wars. That's that's massive. Yeah, that's pretty big. Uh, when is this supposed to come out? I assume that they're just releasing. Oh, they just started production, so it's going to be a while. Yeah, it's still going to be a minute, but just that with him featured so prominently up front, um, I think it's going to be. I'm excited to see it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, this one should be good. An, an interesting take on a Star Wars story. Um. There's one other piece to start. There wasn't a whole lot of news that we posted up this week, but there is one other uh, Lucasfilm, not Lucasfilm, but Star Wars tangentially related. Studio Ghibli and Lucasfilm are working on a project together. Yeah, I'm curious to know more about this because I could see that being a really interesting partnership. There was a, a Star Wars anime called The Resistance that took place before uh, Force Awakens, like in between, uh, okay. in between Jedi and, and Force Awakens. Uh, that was actually really well made. I, I enjoyed it. It wasn't the best of the series that they've made, but it was fun. It was an interesting take. So I could see something that's kind of anime style with a, perhaps a Star Wars story. I I looked it up. I'm looking at screen. It's not it's not anime style. It's like um CGI kind of. Yeah, it's at... like a like a blend. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, it was pretty cool. I liked it a lot. It, yeah. It was a uh, it was an interesting art style that they came up with for it. Um, definitely a different take from what they've done in the past. Um, and so the I only... can see Studio Ghibli and, and Lucasfilm doing something pretty amazing. And then the only other piece of news that I think we got posted up this week was uh, Dan Harmon says Donald Glover is down to clown uh, in the new community movie. So that's exciting. Getting uh, Troy and Abed back together. <laughs> Troy and Abed back together. <laughs> um, no word from Chevy Chase. I don't, I don't really think that's going to be happening. Um, probably for the best. Did they kill him off? Did they kill him? Did yeah, his character they die in the series? Yeah, I guess it, I guess they did. They had like a funeral for him. Oh, well, that so there was like that whole episode about his estate, and like they had to go through some kind of like trial to get his fortune or whatever. 
Yeah. Well, that takes care of my comment because I was like, well, then are they going to kill him? Okay. Answered. Oh, he dead. Hopefully uh, we'll see we... Keith David back. I, I enjoyed Keith David. Yeah, that was fun for the short amount, short amount of time he was there. He's the best. Did uh did we talk about the new Christmas story last week? I thought we mentioned it. I was I was trying to remember, but I let's let's talk about it again. Because sure. I'm I, I got Ralphie Ralphie's aged face staring at me right here. How <laughs> does this dude look exactly the same, but somehow a hell of a lot older? He's just um, 40 years old. That. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, like, I realize I'm talking about the same person, but damn, he just looks like the fucking middle-aged version of that kid. Fuck. It just... <laughs> uh, for this, they're bringing back a bunch of actors from the original movie. That's great. Uh, the guy who played Schwartz, the guy who played Flick, the guy who played Scott Farkas, they're all coming back. Yeah, because what else have they been doing? <laughs> no, that's fair. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, uh, Zach Ward, who played Scott Farkas, was in that Titus show. So. The one that lasted like two seasons? Yeah, man. On... Stick that in your pipe and smoke it. I <laughs> guess. I guess I definitely can do the do that because he started in a show in like 1997. For two... <laughs> they got canceled by Fox after a season or two. Yes, I could probably do that. Yeah, as you Does remember that show other than me. I don't even remember. I remember Chris that Titus. That was a good show. Yeah. I watched it. Yeah. I was the old, old curmudgeon guy that played his dad. Yeah. Oh, I Tracy, dang. Tracy, Tracy, Tracy. Fuck. What's his last name? I don't know. Uh, uh, I'm trying to look it up. Stacy. It was Stacy Keach. Yep. Almost. That, I almost got there. Stacy and Tracy are close. Both lady names. I'm trying to remember what else. I, I saw Stacy Keachin that he's he's just such an intimidating dude. Holy and he's always cast as this like crotchety, intimidating, angry angry dude. Man, I love Stacy Keach. Right? Now, granted, Stacy Keach is not gonna be in this Christmas story sequel. Because he's the... dead as fuck. No, he's not. <laughs> he's not dead. Stacy no, Keach is still alive, bro. Yeah, isn't he like oh, 80s? Yeah, he is still alive. 80s, I thought right? he died. Damn, David. He was old as fuck on Titus, and that was <laughs> decades ago now. He wasn't that old, though. That's the thing. <laughs> well, he's currently, he's the same age as your father, John. Exactly. Old as fuck. Yeah. Exactly. Yes, but still alive. 81 years old. Uh, but yeah, so, yeah, I don't know. Christmas story. That's fun. I'm pretty stoked. I'm going to check it out. I, I can see them making a decent, a decent sequel, especially since they're bringing people back. I mean, weren't there multiple books? I don't remember exactly, but I feel I like the so. guy. Did, I feel like he did at least two books, so they have source material. They're not just they're not just Games of Thrones and it, right? Although they might be like they, could just they, they certainly that. could be. I guess I shouldn't I shouldn't assume until we see it. But uh, that comes out in like a week, I think, on HBO Max. It's not like that, yeah. I think it's the seventeenth. Pretty sweet. I don't know. So yeah, uh, I think that's all the news for the week. Then, uh, great show, guys. Hope we had a great adventure week. Don't uh, don't forget to check us out in all the fun places. Like I said, Twitter, Discord, Facebook, uh, website, greenmushroommedia.com, and uh, our Patreon. Become a patron. Please. 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 We need your money. Uh, and with that, we'll be back next week. Everyone have a great week. And...